everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 253 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we're reading Mark chapter 7 and 8, and we'll also read Psalm 98. Let's get going. The Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him. They observed that some of his disciples were eating bread with unclean, that is, unwashed hands, for the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, keeping the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they've washed. And there are many other customs they have received and keep, like the washing of cups, pitchers, kettles, and dining couches. <clears throat> a dining couch? The heck is a dining couch? I might have to look that one up. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating bread with ceremonially unclean hands? He answered them, Isaiah pro prophesied correctly about you hypocrites as it is written, this people, <clears throat> this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines human commands. Abandoning the command of God, you hold on to human tradition. He also said to them, you have a fine way of invalidating God's command in order to set up your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother must be put to death. But you say, oh, if anyone tells his father or mother, whatever benefit you might have received from me is Corbin, that is an offering devoted to God. You no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God by your tradition that you've handed down, and you do many other similar things. Summoning the crowd again, he told them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a person from outside can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. When he went into the house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him about the parable. He said to them, Are you also lacking in understanding? Don't you realize that nothing going into a person from the outside can defile him? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into the stomach, and is eliminated. Thus he declared all foods clean. And he said, What comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of people's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immoralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions, deceit, self-indulgence, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a person. He got up and departed from there to the region of Tyre. He entered, to, uh, he entered a house and didn't want anyone to know it, but he could not escape notice. Instead, immediately after hearing about him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Gentile a Syrophoenician by birth, and she was asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first because it isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she replied to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat these children's crumbs. Then he told her, because of this reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. When she went back to her home, she found her child lying on the bed and the demon was gone. This is, <laughs> this is power and authority. I, 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 this one always amazes me. It doesn't amaze me in the fact that like, whoa, Jesus, but like, oh man, he's so awesome. It's that kind of an amazement, right? Again, leaving the region of Tyre, he went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee through the region of the Decapolis. They brought him to a deaf man who had difficulty speaking and begged Jesus to lay his hands on him. So he took him away from the crowd in private. After putting his fingers in the man's ears and spitting just I'm not even sure other than Jesus did what he did and sometimes there were physical things that he did to show um, what the whole thing was going to be anyway um, 
So after putting his fingers in the man's ears and spitting, he touched his tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed deeply and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. Immediately, there you see the immediateness of Mark, right? Immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak clearly. He ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more they proclaimed it. <laughs> this is what people do. You tell them no, and they want to see how far they can go with it, right? I mean, we know this about human nature. They were extremely astonished and said, he has done everything well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. In those days, there was again a large crowd and they had nothing to eat. He called the disciples and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd because they've already stayed with me three days and have nothing to eat. Compassion, compassion, compassion. Jesus was moved by compassion. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way. And some of them have come a long distance. So he's already fed the 5,000 with the loaves and two fish. And here the disciples answered him, where can anyone get enough bread here in this desolate place to feed these people? Don't you think Jesus wanted to look at him and go, you for real right now? Like, seriously, we, we, we've been, we, we've been through this already, but instead he says, how many loaves do you have? Seven. They said he commanded the crowd to sit down on the ground, taking the seven loaves. He gave thanks, broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. They served them to the crowd. They also had a few small fish. And after he had blessed them, he said, these were to be served as well. They ate and were satisfied, and they collected seven large baskets of leftover pieces. About 4,000 were there. He dismissed them, and he immediately, there you see it again, got into the boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, demanding of him a sign from heaven to test him. Sighing deeply in his spirit, he said, Why does this generation demand a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. Then he left them, got back into the boat, and went to the other side. The disciples had forgotten to take the bread and had only one loaf with them in the boat. Then he gave them strict orders. Watch out. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They were discussing among themselves that they did not have any bread. Aware of this, he said to them, Why are you discussing the fact you have no bread? Don't you understand or comprehend? Do you have hardened hearts? Do you have eyes and not see? Do you have ears and not hear? Do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of leftovers did you collect? 12, they told him. When I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many baskets full of pieces did you collect? Seven, they said. And he said to them, don't you understand yet? <laughs> they came to Bethsaida. They brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and brought him out of the village, spitting on his eyes and laying his hands on him. He asked him, do you see anything? Jesus liked to spit. He's especially good at expectorating. Okay, sorry. Mm, that was probably a little blasphemous. <laughs> he looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking. So his vision wasn't clear. Again, Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes. The man looked intently and his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Then he sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. I heard a pastor say one time that if a, if a healing wasn't instant and full, it wasn't a true miracle healing. But this right here proves that sometimes it's a process. Jesus went out with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the road, he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? They answered him, John the Baptist, others, Elijah, still others, one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, what do you, who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Messiah. And he strictly warned them to tell no one about him. Then he began to teach them that it was necessary for the Son of Man to suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, be killed, and rise after three days. 
He spoke openly about this. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning around and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are not thinking about God's concerns, but human concerns. Calling the crowd along with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel will save it. For what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? What can anyone give in exchange for his life? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words and his adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And now for Psalm 98. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has performed wonders. His right hand and holy arm have won him a victory. The Lord has made his victory known. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen our God's victory. Let the, let the whole earth shout to the Lord. Be jubilant, shout for joy, and sing. Sing to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the melodious song, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout triumphantly in the presence of the Lord our King. Let the sea and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it, resound. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains shout together for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world righteously and the peoples fairly. And that's it for today. Come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See ya.